again for joining me for another episode of unknown serial killers we're here to dig deep in the minds of people who secretly kill for fun as always viewers discretion is advised because we're talking about murder and violence and possible drug use today we're traveling to canada to learn about wayne bowden wayne clifford bowden was born in 1948 in dundas ontario he attended Glendale Secondary School in Hamilton in the early to mid-1960s, where he was reportedly quiet but muscular and played on the school's senior football team. So, it sounds like a normal kid in high school lived a great life so far, but um, that's how all serial killers start out. On October 3, 1969, Cheryl Audet was found dead at the rear of an apartment complex in downtown Montreal, Quebec. Although she was fully clothed, she had been raped and strangled and savage bite marks were found on her breast. There were no signs of bloody skin under the fingernails of the victim, which led one biographer to theorize that she did not struggle against the assailant. One of Audette's former boyfriends told the police that he believed that she was, quote, get into something dangerous, end quote, but she never mentioned the man's name. Audette's boyfriend had been at work on the night shift, while Bowden, who lived next door, met Audette outside the building where she sat where she felt nervous. So he probably preyed on her. He sat and, you know, talked to her and tried to get to know her, and then that's where he, like, attacked her. On November 23rd, Marielle Archambault, a jury clerk left work at closing time with a young man whom she introduced to her co-workers as quote-unquote Bill and remarked that she seemed happy and entranced by the man. While Archambault did not report to work the following morning, the employee went to check on her in the apartment to see if she was ill. Together with her landlady, they discovered her body on the couch. The room was tidy, but Bowden had ripped her pantyhose and bra raped her and left bite marks on her breast. So, he seems pretty obsessed with biting people and leaving bite marks all over. And this is why he's called the vampire rapist. So let's continue and see what he does. The police were able to find a crumpled photograph amid the wreckage of Archambault's apartment which was readily identified as the mysterious bill by her co-workers. However, despite the apparent break, the police were not successful in connecting the photograph to any known suspect. It turns out the photo was Bolt's dead father. On January 16, 1970, Brian Colefield, the boyfriend of Jean Way, 24, came to pick her up for a scheduled date at her apartment on Lincoln Street in downtown Montreal. When Wei did not answer the door, he decided to come back a little later, but upon returning, found the door unlocked. Caulfield found Wei's naked body on the bed, with her breast undamaged. Bowden was most likely in the apartment when Caulfield was knocking on the door earlier that evening. An autopsy conducted by Dr. Jean-Paul Van Court found two small fibers under the fingernails of her left hand 
indicating that, contrary to prior belief, that Wei had indeed struggled against Bowdoin. So these women are getting smarter. As he continues to commit crimes, he managed to find the one woman that is willing to fight for her life. In Calgary, Alberta, a 33-year-old high school teacher named Elizabeth did not report to work on the morning of May 18, 1971. Her apartment manager was called, who found her body on the bedroom floor. As with Marielle Archambault, her apartment showed considerable signs of a struggle. She had been raped and strangled. Her breasts were likewise mutilated with bite marks. Amid the wreckage, however, the police recovered broken cufflinks under the victim's body. The police were able to find out from two of her colleagues that she was seen at a stoplight riding in the blue Mercedes-Benz on the night she died. The car was reported as having a distinctive advertising bullshit decal in the rear window. So he's slipping up. He is slipping up and he is about to get caught. The police are closing in on him. But, you know, here's a question. Do you guys think that he wanted to get caught? Or do you feel that it was maybe just a small slip-up and he didn't realize that he was being watched by other people? The following day on May 19th, the blue Mercedes was spotted by a patrolman parked near the murder scene. Bowden, a former fashion model, was arrested half an hour later as he went to his car. He told the police that he moved from Montreal a year prior and admitted that he'd been dating Elizabeth and was with her on the night of the murder. However, he insisted that she was fine when he left her that night. The police contacted Gordon Swan, a local orthodontist, to help prove that the marks on Elizabeth's breath, breast and neck were Bowden's bite marks with the intent to verify them as having been left by Bowden. The evidence provided by Gordon Swan was sufficient for the jury of Bowden's trial, found him guilty for the murder of Elizabeth, and subsequently sentenced him to life imprisonment. He was the first murderer to be convicted in North America based on dental evidence. Bowden then returned to Montreal to face trial, where he confessed to three murders of Cheryl Audet, Mary Ellen, Archambault and Jean Way and was sentenced to three additional life terms. He was sent to the Kingston Penitentiary in Kingston, Ontario, where he began serving his sentence on February 16, 1972. Unfortunately, Bowden died from skin cancer at Kingston General Hospital on March 27, 2006, after being confined in a hospital for six weeks. <sighs> wow. Well, everyone, I hope that you enjoyed this international journey to Canada to learn about Wayne Bowden. I definitely enjoyed telling you this story, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening. As I always tell you, come back each and every week to dig deep in the minds of another serial killer. And remember, be nice to people. You never know who they end up killing. See you next week, guys.